Welcome to the GTP Show. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here with my co-host. That's me, Dylan. Look, it's catching on that GTP thing. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I, I know. I I literally, on the way home today, was just saying it to myself, like, GTP Show. I'm like, yeah. But then again, like, shows it's are smooth. usually... Yeah, it is. But it's like, shows are usually like a show. Like, you're showing something. But I was like, GTP Podcast sounds good, too. But GTP show, like we do have videos on YouTube. We do have like interactive things on our website. So sure, let's keep it with show. Why not? And I mean, we're showing people the way, the truth, you know. Okay. So, I mean, that works, right? Yeah, I can take it. I'll, 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 I'll take that. Yeah. Well, so, because it's one of my good ideas and I think it needs to happen. So, um. mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you so can tell. Exciting, this is season two. Episode one. Yeah. Season two. Intro. Welcome. <laughs> Ooh, season. Exciting. It is exciting, especially since you sound like you're not on a phone call. Yeah, that's because I thought season two, we got to upgrade the microphone situation. So that is the first step. I was listening to season one. I was going like, oh, dear Lord, <laughs> it needs to change. <laughs> and then uh, as you listeners have listened to the beginning intro song it's it's like the same song but it's not the same spot of the song the same part of the song so a little bit more upbeat a little bit more lively uh and then if you are listening to this on apple a week early congratulations and thank you for being one of our uh sponsors or i would say sponsors because it's part of the uh the subscriptions that's sponsoring us that's how we get sponsors Ooh, yeah you rock <laughs> So, thank you. I hope you enjoy this listening to this a week before everybody else. And like we said before, we're actually going to start doing some exclusive episodes as well for pod, Apple Podcast listeners only. They're going to be just extended episodes um, and more in-depth stuff. So, um, yeah. Don't like it? Uh, let us know and still subscribe and share. It's like, you don't like it? So you can laugh at us or do whatever you want to do with it. I don't care. Um <laughs> you don't you don't like it? Well, subscribe anyway. <laughs> you know, let us change your mind. Let us change your mind. Yeah, let 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 us let the Bible change your mind. Let's do that. <laughs> no, let, not the Bible. It's not my Lord. ideology. Let God do it. Yeah, it's not my ideology. It's the Bible, and the Bible like let the conviction of the Holy Spirit guide you the right way. <laughs> Study it yourself too. So yeah, how are you doing? I you know um. Well, this is technically going to be released. What is it? Uh, <clears throat> for Apple this Sunday. This Sunday. So last week of July. But for those listening, uh-huh. regular people who don't get to get this exclusive stuff, I have just been married. Woo! And I will insert that it is amazing. <laughs> Preemptively. <laughs> no, yet, because like I said, this is previously recorded. I'm going to assume the marriage has been amazing and I'm loving it. Awesome. I preemptively say that that's most more than accurate. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go with that. We'll say that it's been great. Um, the wedding was amazing. There was no problems, no hiccups or anything. Awesome. Peace, Lord. Yep. Um, yeah. Love it. But yeah, besides that, I mean, yeah, everything's good. Um, how about yourself? Um, pretty good. I've I've actually been like kind of reorganizing my life in the sense because uh I've been working 
I don't like for people who don't know, I'm running a trading card program, a trading card game system that I'm creating from scratch. I have a crypto project I'm working on. I had this. I have my Jasonic, my music stuff, which you hear my music at the beginning of this podcast. And and then on top of that, I work normal full time as well. And then I have a wife, so I can't neglect her. So I have all these different it's things. Very busy. That makes me really busy. And um, yeah, the other day I was just kind of driving and worshiping and trying to talk with God. And like, I need, and I just started to like restructure. And I was like, some things I need to start delegating and really start pushing off and giving it to other people to do and start working on because it's, it, I like to think I can do everything, but there's there's a point to where I need to be able to say like I need to focus and that's what I'm doing. So uh, that's like a, a really good sense of humility right there to in humbling yourself, knowing <laughs> you have to check yourself and re kind of structure. Good 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 point because our topic today is actually humility, which obviously you knew that, so that was a good transition. <laughs> Talk about a segue. <laughs> <laughs> So like, yeah, uh, this is going to be good. I'm really excited because um, this is something that I've actually had on the sideline ready to go for our podcast. Like humility is one of the topics I had since before we started recording. (laughs) Yeah. So I think two years ago. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. Um, And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about humility today. Um, in the sense that how the Bible refers to humility, which humility is the state of being humble in the sense of that. And, um, and I think it's going to help kind of bring people to an understanding that we shouldn't be prideful or holding ourselves above others or trying to really, we're not above others just because there's righteousness within our lives already. Cause we've accepted Christ. There's a lot of stuff we're going to go into and I got, I got verses. Dylan's got verses. It's going to be good. Oh yeah. When is it not good? Come on now. Um, yeah. So you, you, you know, go ahead, take it off. Uh, whatever you want to do, uh, what verse you want to bring up first, what topic of it, you know, maybe, uh, let's describe what is humility first. Yeah. Um, do you were saying that you had something that kind of just said what is humility as like a straight simple question um before? yeah in a sense okay um uh, i'll go ahead and read that yeah that's yeah, uh, humility it. is the honest um recognition of your own worth or worth as god sees us it's a delicate balance between humbly recognizing our sin yet knowing how much god loves us values us Mm -hmm. so i think that's that's just a little bit of it there's a whole like four sentence like five six sentences on it so no it's good because the bible tends to define humility as the fear of the lord which you can see in proverbs 22 4 but it's um it's uh what's uh, the the root of the word is a latin word which comes from the word uh, humus which means of the earth and to be humble um, because humility is like the sense of humble being humble is to be face down in the dirt submitting to the authority of another without personal pride and in this sense it's before God to God and his word and what he wants of us so um, 
so there's some really good verses obviously on this subject um like uh one i want to pull right off the bat i'm going to actually pull james i'm starting right off the bat with james <laughs> i'm so shocked and um <laughs> awed by this never thought that you'd pull from james guys yeah. this is a rarity who knew for those who are new to uh, our podcast in season two his favorite book is james if he gets a chance he <laughs> will pull from it every chance he gets very true <laughs> so uh, you know what's a better book though i think romans is a pretty good book romans is great oh. <laughs> <laughs> all things good i'll go on continue with your james james four the context one through 12. Now the cool thing here is that it builds on the end of chapter three, describing how living according to the words uh, the world's wisdom, sorry, the world's wisdom has led to great conflict among like James Christian readers. Um, they were actually fighting with each other because they couldn't get what they wanted. James said that living that way is adultery. It's cheating on God. And he calls them to quit their friendship with the world, humble themselves, repent from their sin and receive God's grace because God is the lawgiver and judge, not man. And so in James 4, 6, like I said, the context is 1 through 12. James 4, 6, it says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble, right? Um, so here you can see he's calling us to be humble ourselves and receive more grace from him. He calls us to repent of the sin of self-reliance demanding that we want and yield to him, receiving with gratitude all the good he chooses to give us and all the seeming good he chooses to withhold because we're always in servitude in the sense to God and his word and who he is. Uh, it leads to, also again, it says it in the same context, James 4.10, it says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Um, everybody wants to be exalted. We all want to be glorified. Maybe we, yeah. maybe we wouldn't say so, but maybe we don't feel it all the time. But maybe we just don't have the humility to admit it. Right. But part of the motivation for living according to the world world system is to get exaltation for um, other ourselves. Is that's like what we want to do? This comes. In having the things we want, getting the respect we feel we deserve, or living in the comfort and pleasure we crave. But God asks us to quit the world's way of pursuing those things. And instead, he calls us to trust him, to exalt us when the time is right without trying to get the glory for ourselves. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, I think about like my son and how constantly like... He's always, I feel like he's fighting for attention always. I mean, he's six. Once, mm -hmm. uh, you know, eyes, look at me, look at me. And that's, you know, I, I'm very similar in that sense. I know that. But it takes humility, I think, to notice that. Because um, in like Mark 10, uh, tw uh, 35 says, it's a way to, you know, it's humility is like a pathway to serving God and others. And that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you humiliate yourself, you humble yourself, you can serve others, which is a big thing. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, following God for uh for even the Son of Man cannot. Sorry, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give His life as a ransom for many. Mm -hmm. So, like He humbled Himself in a way that we all receive eternal life and forgiveness for our shortcomings. Mm -hmm. 
is I saw that one and I was just, I don't know, I was thinking about it. So I think I was supposed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like real humility requires that we agree not to make our daily lives about ourselves and our God, like God himself promises to make it about us when he sees fit, because that's also kind of referring to like the sample prayers where it says like you pray that his will be done, not ours. Same concept here in the sense that that's how humility works. It's like, that's how Jesus lived. Anything that God, the father told him to do, he would do it that way per the father's instruction. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So it's important to start to see, you can see just in two verses already. And the verses you shared is just already. It's starting to say that kind of mentality. It's like, you're not in control. It's not your goals, your wants, your desires, your craving, your understanding of what is like the American dream or whatever. What is it that you need to do is serve God on a daily and see, and he'll make it right within the time frame that he sees fit. Yeah. It's like uh, Philippians 2 3. Don't be selfish. Do not try to impress others. Be humble, thinking mm-hmm. of others as better than yourself. Yeah. The context to Philippians 2 3 is actually verse 1 through 5 because uh, it connects the blessings of Christianity with corresponding results in a Christian's life. So definitely mm-hmm. recommend reading the whole s- section there. But it, it's it's really cool because Paul commands his readers to avoid acting in greediness or dishonesty. Um, his goal was to remove focus from self to others. And in this that you just read, you can see Paul takes a slightly different approach than Christ's statement to love your neighbor as yourself, which is Matthew 22, 36 to 40. But instead, he first addresses the motives of wrongful ambition and pride when these drive our decisions, love and unity are not our true goals. So instead, Paul's teaching and taught that Christians ought to treat the need to, of others as more important than our own and other people as greater than us. By putting the needs of others first, believers pursue the kind of humility that leads to mutual love and unity. The emphasis was not on the self, but on others. Right? Exactly. Uh, otherwise, it's like Matthew uh, 7, 3. I worry about speaking in your friend's eye. Uh, wait, uh, sorry, what? <laughs> I worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own. Loving humility overlooks the faults of others because we see our own so vividly. You know, we, you know, we, if like you were just saying, you know, we have to be able to serve and if we're too busy comparing ourselves or trying to be better than one another, you know, we're looking at mm-hmm. their faults instead so of we ignore our own as well. Yeah, that I like that verse actually, Matthew seven three. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of side topic because I really do like that verse. The <laughs> if you if you don't know, it's the context is verse one through six. But in this, Jesus is showing in this verse that we're we are often blind to our own sins, and it makes a shallow like he makes a shallow condemnation towards like uh well this makes like that idea that we're blind to our own sins makes shallow condemnation towards others even more foolish and um this is a technique of exaggeration for effect known as like a hyperbole hyper, hyper what's it called a hyperbole? hyperbole 
Thank you. Hyperbole. <laughs> oh, I'm the one that had the speech impediment growing up. No, and no, I got that one right. Lord. No, it's like, yeah. So it's, it's like Jesus asked why we are so skillful to seek out a speck in a brother's eye and so enabled to notice the log in our own eye. It seems like human beings can like recognize the smallest of sinful infractions in the lives of others while walking around with an obviously an ugly sin of their own. And he was like, this is human nature. And this is why God forbids his people to assume his role as judge over their brothers and sisters. So that's an important, I like that verse because that whole chapter, that whole section, that context there, it's like, yeah. yeah. uh, I remember hearing that, you know, as a kid in Sunday school and it's like, mm -hmm. don't be so quick to judge one, you know, somebody because you have the log in your own. You know, every time Mm -hmm. like my brother and me would be like, but this is about you. It's like, you should really remove the log before you move the speck. You know, my eye. <laughs> right. No, that's true. But it's, um, you know, the siblings. Um, <laughs> no, like, it, we, there's so many things on humbling yourselves. And, you know, Jesus was humble. Well, and you know, that's, you know, you look at Jesus himself, how humble he was and how we're called to be. Christ-like as Christians. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you if you look at the Bible, there's 100-plus scriptures that talk about humility in general, and 81-plus of those are talking about being humble or humbleness in some sort of context. So it's that common. And that's not just New Testament. That's Old Testament and the Torah and, like, the laws of Moses, etc., all the way up to Jesus saying stuff. And... It, it, so it's important. So why is this being said so many times? Because it's important. And it's against our human nature. Because human nature, like we said before in the previous verses, is to look at others, to look for what success is amongst the culture at the time, to um, stand out, to be, to look better, be competitive in that sense. Yeah, no, it's true because you're always told, you know, uh, you know, be every you know, be the number be- number one, be the best, um, stuff like that. And it's, uh, I mean, mm. I think there's no wrong with being competitive and no. wanting to be the best. Like, I think you're all supposed to give 100% for the Lord, um, do th- all things as you do it for Him. And as somebody, you know, I, I like to think it would take because myself as a competitor is someone who likes to win and um you know that's just my family too we're competitive um but there's also a line of can't let things go too far as i sit here i think about that we we're playing cards my mom i was calling her a dirty cheat and i was kind of mean to her because i'm you know but there's times where you know you need to humble yourself even if it's in competition because you're still supposed mm-hmm. to exude and uh, represent Christ through all mm-hmm. the things that you do. Um, I Everything think, you do is to serve God. Yeah. Whether it's, um, you know, playing a card game, uh, whether it's going to work, you know, making mm-hmm. dinner, you should do all of those, you know, your best. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the thing you can't i have a i get a big head when i know i'm like oh yeah like man i i'm so good <laughs> at this and 
that's normally that's mm-hmm. why I have friends like you. They'd be like, mm, "You sure about that, Dylan?" I'm like, "What?" And then you, you know, you sure about that? You read off of a sure verse from that? James or something, and I'm like, God "Dang it!" Mm-hmm. And you know, it's human like, nature. You know, yeah, be like, you know, uh, Jesus. You know, he was humble. God wants us. You know, I wanted Jesus to be humble. You know, have a humble birth and offer salvation for everyone and you know, regardless mm-hmm. of anybody who you are you know he says in luke uh two verse six through seven while they were there time came for a baby to be born she gave birth to the fir- her firstborn son she wrapped him snugly mm-hmm. in striped clothes and laid him in a manger because that was the only thing available like that's the thing like even a humble beginning see like i was so humble like his being born was humble mm-hmm. like you know there's I mean, things you just you have to humble yourself like gosh this is look at home. mary yeah <laughs> gosh mary was the bottom of the lineage of her her tribe so to speak and then she was like the nobody like the never going to amount to anything and, and that's why Back in those days yeah. if you're a woman you're only good for bearing children well, maybe not the best example, considering that she was picked to bear the well, child. She was, she was. But I mean, come on! If you get if you get chosen to bear that one child, you know, more than more than one child. But you know, she bore that. You know, Jesus. She was chosen. Well, um, I mean, yeah, the women have are the only ones that can have kids. So this instance, and the cool thing is that as as a like someone that's been created by God, just like all of us, we created by him. He designed us to be, yeah. And we are designed to do certain roles and do certain things. That doesn't mean you're only good for those things. That just means that there's a implicative design to how we function, but getting back on track, you're right. There's a lot of uh, being humble and humility behind even Jesus coming into this world and um, being born and who gave birth to him, where he was born in. And yeah, it's crazy cool to see, like, there's a reason when people are like, oh, no, like, if I was Jesus, if I was God and want to come on earth, I'd be like through a king where I had it good and life was fantastic. Nope. (laughs) Not for him, but, you know, for me, if he wants to do that, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, but can you be humble through it? I, mm, I want to Did say yes. It? I want to say yes because I like to receive that. But, <laughs> but that's that's mm, the thing. That's it's like, yeah, it's hard because that's something that a lot of people don't think about is that if, let's say you were given everything you ever wanted. You have money, you have a home, you have cars, you have everything you ever want in this world. Got At that my point, Honda Accord, my Civic. Yeah. I'm very happy with them. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all I need. Honda you is get not all a sponsor of this, of this episode, but if they like to be, no. reach out to me. <laughs> Please. But if you get everything you need, completely and everything, you human nature is not to rely on anything at that point except for themselves. Human nature is to say, I'm good. I don't need anybody. I don't need anything else. I am good. I'm taken care of. 
So God's not going to just give you that stuff or throw that stuff at you if you're going to walk away from him or stop being close to him. God's a jealous God and he wants your attention, wants your wants your uh, praise and everything like that, wants that relationship. But people tend to think that that doesn't mean you're going to be poor forever. That doesn't mean you're going to be on the street homeless because all you could do is just rely on him. But this is this is just an idea to say that I am humble no matter what I get. And like I said in that previous verse where it's like, whether I have good or good is being kept from me, I thank God and I serve God. And he will give it to me at the time that he sees fit to not alter my walk with him. And that that's it. And I've had times where I've gotten finances come in. And I'm like, awesome, this is cool. But then every day I'm still thinking, thank you, God, for this blessing. Show me how to use it. And I've used it to help bless others. I'm not going to get into details because I don't, because I'm not here to try to gloat or brag or anything like that. But that's 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 how life is, should be when it comes to being humble before the Lord and living in humility. Um, like uh, Romans twelve sixteen, if because uh, you mentioned Romans earlier as being good too. One of the best books in the New Testament. So I'm going to use Romans because I know. I, it is good. It's it's great. I love Romans. Romans is great too. The problem is book. I say I love everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good book. Uh, Romans 12, 16. It says, Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not be haughty in mind, but associate with the lowly. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Or do not be conceited. It's either or. Or be wise in your own sight to help make sense of that. Can you describe um, the word hati to our audience, please? Hati? Like, uh... It's a funny word, that's not... all. Hati <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, like, uh, arrogantly superior, disdainful. Like, like someone that's, like, turned... Think, like, turned up. Like, their nose is turned up. Like, huh, That is, like, that hottie. Like the who's from Whoville? Yeah. That that That's kind of like think. yeah, the nose turned up. Like if you watch Horton, here's a who you see that one Rue or the oh. the Kanga. I think her name is yeah. She's no like, Kanga. That's, that's Pooh Bear. I think I that yeah, is Winnie I well, those are the characters that we all want to punch in. You know, the You're movies like, or this, in the books. This person. You're like this person, really. This person. They're very yeah, haughty. That, that's very haughty. Um. This is this is interesting because here, like Paul, Paul, this is Paul's writing, right? And he's previously commanded Christians to love and honor each other. That's common, and that's a command. In this verse, carries a slightly different idea, which is harmonizing with other, like musically requires each one to adjust to his or her own pitch. This is why it's worded this way, not to perfectly match each other, but to be compatible and pleasant with when put together. So Paul's not instructing Christians to be all exactly like in every behavior and opinion. Um, in chapter 14, he, he discusses the fact that Christians will inevitably have matter of different opinions, which we see that nowadays. <laughs> but I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen that in the church before. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. There's only one I'm church. joking, that's sarcasm. <laughs> um, I know the Bible says about sarcasm, but it's fun. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
we're giving yeah. facts about the Bible, so I mean, it doesn't mean we're perfect about following it, but we can definitely read and put two and two together. Here hasn't ever made a sarcastic comment. Like, you know, let's remove that log out of your own eye first, okay? No. Again. <laughs> um, continue, Jason. Yeah, so he's commanding believers to adjust to each other in a way that produces pleasantness and order. And it requires a level of like mutual submission, a willingness to make different choices that will allow us all to get along together. Um, and it requires humility from everyone involved. And it's not surprising. Um, and when I'm saying this stuff, I'm, I, I don't want to get the wrong idea when I'm when it's talking about lining up and stuff like that. It's not talking about the lineup of people of the world or a sinful life or a worldly life. It's this instance when it's talking about it, it's talking about Christian to Christian we're able to line up with each other. Like, like uh, I'm sure if you've been in churches and stuff like that, you understand the idea where it's like, is your theology about Jesus who died and rose again. And he is the son of God and the true God in human form. And people say, yes. And it's like, okay, great. Then the ideology that you have is what I have. And we both believe the gospel, which is the truth, which is what we just shared. So we line that up and, you know, we might make different decisions along the way about different verses. Like some might think, oh yeah, tribulation happens halfway through or it happens before the, like the, we're taken up before the tribulation happens or we're taken up halfway or, you know, the little things like that, which are not part of your salvation. It's not salvation level, like ideology. Exactly. We could still get together and be in harmony with each other saying that we both serve Christ and we both serve God, we're learning and reading and we work that's together so, for the greater so good. That's so true because you know, I've I've seen people have like full out arguments about post trip, pre trip, uh you know just the little things of like well you know, when Jesus did this, you know, he meant this and it's like it's like, you know, all the, the if you can get anything out of the Bible, any one thing that makes sense, it is mm-hmm. that he came and died for our sins. Mm-hmm. Like in season one, we talked about what is salvation. Mm-hmm. It's the ABCs, except believe, confess. Yep. Don't know. If you have questions about that, go back to season one, watch that video. Pause where you are here. Go over there, listen to that one, come back. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, you yeah. did it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. No. <laughs> but in this verse, like even this specific verse, his final command in this verse is that Christians must never be wise in our own sight, right? And this is Left. not, yeah, this is not like <laughs> same as saying that we're never wise. The idea is that we should like not accept our own opinion as the final word. We submit to the word of God because that's the word of God, as well as to input and I like as well as to the input and ideas of others. We submit to the word of God. So your opinion is not final word. And I we've we've talked about the idea of deconstruction, and I like to mention this a lot because especially with this, people say, see. You read the word, that's your opinion. So if someone else reads the word, they have a different opinion. It means don't take it. Don't say that they're wrong. I'm like, me personally, I'm not bringing an opinion. This is what the Bible says. I change my opinions and my beliefs and my understanding to what the Bible says. 
and that's the whole point of studying, right? That is exactly it. There is an absolute with Christ, and not only that, <laughs> the Bible is very uh, discriminatory, <laughs> very much so, and God <laughs> is discriminatory, <laughs> not based on your skin color, because there's no, there's one race, and that's God's race that he created, the human race, right? He created us as one race, one race of people that all came from one man and one woman, and we expanded throughout the earth, et cetera, et cetera. But not in that sense of discriminatory, discriminatory because it's like, oh, you don't live a life of Christ. You live a life of sin. You rather do your thing and not God's thing. These are little things that he looks at and he will be the judge of on the final day when you meet him, when you confront him. And that's it. And that's what people don't understand. It's like, it's not, there is an absoluteness because God doesn't change at all. People change, culture changes, you know, how we perceive words changes, but we can go back all the way to Hebrew, to Greek, and understand what these words mean in a broader context, in a broader way, which is why we study. Exactly. I think that's one of the biggest things, though, is study the words and to know what they actually mean. No, because Greek and Latin, you look into that, and I think it's important, too. I just was thinking about that. You mentioned it a couple times. That, you mm-hmm. know, you look at the, the root of the word. And Hebrew, Greek. There's more mm-hmm. meaning behind some of the words. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do a whole episode talking about, like, the Bible's authenticity. We'll have to do a whole episode. Season two is going to have so much Ooh. stuff. So it's like a Bible authenticity. There's going to be another episode talking about judging others. There's going to be another episode called Dylan's Sarcasm. <laughs> Ooh, I'm ready for that one. I'll host it. <laughs> It'll be perfect. <laughs> it's um, good stuff. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I mean, that could see a couple of those could be you know apple exclusives oh yeah it'll be it'll be fun that's why y'all should subscribe yeah and we said it before subscriptions are they're just there so if people want to help us and grow the podcast and we we donate 75 percent of everything that comes in so um yeah that's 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 definitely a good point um i have another verse i want you to i have this and i want you to see what you think about it and kind of have some more input on you because I do have a pulpit about it. <laughs> a pulpit. Yeah, pulpit. PK. <laughs> it's my pulpit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, read away, PK. Colossians 3.12. Okay. Um, so, are those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, Gentleness and patience. You want mm. me to read it again? Yeah, that's yeah. Let's let's break this down. Let's break it down. Let's do it. Break it down. So, break it, what first part here that's important to know? Therefore, as God's chosen people, so we're chosen, holy, almost set apart. We're different. Correct. Which I want to touch up on that real quick. Two cent there. If you haven't, go to our blog, read chose God's chosen. 
because people tend to take this verse out of context, like our last episode, and take it out of context and say only certain people are chosen. Uh, per the resurrection and death of Christ, death and resurrection of Christ, he has called all people to follow him, which if you go read the blog, you'll see. Okay. Next part of this verse. <laughs> holy and dearly loved or holy and beloved. Obviously, if you know, he's called us. Not everybody answers. We, we answer the call. We ex- believe him, accept him. He loves us. And he makes us pure because he gives us a new spirit, right? Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. What are your inputs on on this? I think that last sentence is really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clothe yourself. Yeah, the clo- Well, yes, clothing yourself is very important, but. Do it with patience and uh, humbling yourself. I think is mm-hmm. huge because if you don't, you come off. You come off in some way that's not pleasing. Mm-hmm. You're no longer representing God the correct way. Mm-hmm. And in fact, those are the people that you know working and talking with people like oh. I know some people that go to church, you know, oh yeah, she's like this. He's like that, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, it gives bad, the bad vibe. That's way to put it. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't help. Yeah. The way that we're, first off, it's not how we're supposed to act. It mm-hmm. also then gives us, it gives God a bad like a bad taste in your people's mouth. Mm-hmm. That's not what we want to do. We want to be kind and loving, and we want to have that humbleness and patience with people because you know what? They might just be asking questions because they need, they don't know and they want to understand more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things like, you know, dealing with a child, you, you have to have the patience to teach and let them learn it too. You can't just be upset right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because that's something that I've also been working on. Yeah. <laughs> because six-year-olds can be difficult. Um, so with my boy, you know, six and a half, and, you know, just the, the kids, you know, is the best example, I think, too, and, you know, can really experience the father's love. And just knowing that, like, dang, like, my wife, I love her so much, but it's like, God loves her so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, my son. And it's it's a humiliating thing, in a sense, because, like, you realize how much, like, my love is outshined by his love. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's crazy to think like that. I just, yeah. 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 No, that's, that's true. We're off on a tangent. A little bit, but not too bad because it, it comes back yeah. around. Considering, you know, how you know, pastors will be like to, you know, go off on bunny rabbit trails all the time. <laughs> well, because we have a place to where, like, because uh, this touches up on this, because what you were saying, when there's 
people who are not Christian or not following God or didn't accept Christ and they have questions and stuff like that, there is there like Hebrews ten twenty six talks about that kind of thing, it's like sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of truth. Because once we accept Christ, we're given the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps guide us in not doing sin, and we understand that Scripture is the Word of God. So we take that and apply it to our lives to be more like Him, to live a life that He wants, and serve Him, and live in humility to His Word and His law and His place uh, and what He wants us to be in His kingdom, right? To glorify Him. And so in this sense that doesn't happen like you don't understand that until you are following christ and you're gifted the holy spirit so it's that's why we live in humility and serve others and are compassionate to others and have patience and meekness because we are called to to serve others and show the love of god that he shows us but in this sense, we're, we, we understand that they don't know it's wrong because they don't have the Holy Spirit. People who live in sin, who go on sinning, or who do sin constantly, they don't know better because they don't understand why, and they don't have the Holy Spirit there showing them why, and that's really important. Um. And, and in this verse, when it talks about humility, like it's a trait valued by God throughout scripture as we're showing. And the gospel requires people to admit they're sinners in the first place and that we are needed of a savior. So if we can't even be humble or live in that humility, we can't even admit that we're sinners that we need a savior. We need Christ. We can't even do that part. So as believers, we should recognize God's supremacy in our lives and how limited we are in comparison because humility is also important so that we don't act arrogantly or unfairly towards other people. That was the pulpit I talked about earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's a good one though. That's a real good one. Um, yeah, I did to what you said, you know, because mm-hmm. it's true. It's like, we, you know, we don't, we don't know, honestly, everybody's walk mm-hmm. Christ and where they're at, their understanding. We don't like your walk is completely different than my walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's like you know our wives are completely different in their walks than you know than us too. Yeah, we're you know, and the same time we're even the you know you're yoked. So it's you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, you know everybody's walks the same. Like my you know. Our siblings don't have the same walk that we have. Everybody has different things happen to them in life. Um, the one consistent thing is, is Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and forgiveness. And I think that's where you get caught up with so much things of this world. Yeah. Like you were saying so many things that you, we just get caught up with and we forget about, you know, just the basics of what it really comes down to or what really matters. True. And, and um, you said it yourself, is that Jesus was born in a... Uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up because Ephesians 4, 2, I'll get to it in a second. But you said it yourself, Jesus was born in a humble manger. He grew up in a humble surrounding, living a humble life. But he had this impact because he was God, you know, God in, in the flesh. And his followers, because we're supposed to live like him and follow him, are supposed to operate the same kind of way in humility. <laughs> right? 
I mean, yeah. shoot, it's uh, it's Matthew eighteen four that says he calls us to live with the humility of a child in Matthew eighteen four, and and Jesus taught whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted, because God exalts people at the time that He sees fit. So, dang, yeah, I <laughs> wanted the Ephesians. Oh yeah, sorry, Ephesians four two also says with all humility, gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. It, it mentions the same thing that was mentioned in the previous verse we talked about. I just wanted to bring it in. It says it twice. <laughs> so Twice? Yeah. So you know it's important then. Right. And not only does it say it twice, it was two different, two, two different authors in two different centuries <laughs> Written in like 18, 18 different languages, but it all said the same oh thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is like one of the most important things in, in the whole Bible. It's just it's just one of those things where it's like a lot of the Bibles like that, where it's not a game of telephone. It's literally like here's scripture and it was translated in all these different languages. And we'll we'll get to authenticity of the Bible in another one. It's really cool. I have we we have tons of stuff on that one. <laughs> Uh, they have tons of stuff on a lot of stuff. They have a whole Bible full of stuff. <laughs> the best thing is, every time you talk about something, it changes, and you can get a whole new meeting. Yay! <laughs> Never ends. Well, I mean, even then, like, it, verses are pretty solidified. It's just like you'll see a different portion of the verse. Point of view. Yeah, point of view, and also a different po- portion of the verse that might stick out than the other time. Like, like the previous uh, verse that said that those who are chosen by God, that might stick out to some. And then when it says, clothe yourself in righteousness, like the humility mm. and love and stuff like that, generosity, you can see that that is something that will stick out to other people. So you can read the same verse and different things will stick out to you, but it's all the same. It doesn't change. It's just you see different things based upon what you're dealing with. Just research, research, research. Um, honestly it's always just always uh equipping equipping yourself and being in the word it's the biggest thing you can do for your walk any of those who are uh new with their walk with god or excuse me anybody yeah we'll just cut that out Um, (laughs) anyways uh but you know anybody who is uh, new to their walk or as you know, newer or they've got stagnant. I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed. Um, so first, let's uh, first Peter five six, if I remember correctly. That if uh, first Peter five six, yeah, five six says humbly. Sorry, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that the proper time he may exalt you. Again, it's talking about in his time, he will exalt you. Um, so, you know, all of us long to be glorified. It's just, we want to be lifted up. We want to be praised. We want to be the glorified in general. Like, we long to know that we are significant, to have others know it as well. That's just human desire. That desire is not necessarily wrong, but all human nature desires have some legitimate God-honoring purpose and means to express it properly. In this case, we are made in God's image, and he has built us into the desire to be exalted. The key to a 
biblical Christian view of glory is paying close attention to what God says about seeking it. Because the Bible teaches us to quit struggling so hard to make it happen and trust to uh, trust God to exalt us at the right time and place as he sees fit. Because he's a good father who loves us. And let him be in charge of bringing us glory, right? Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. Right. It's just, yeah. I'll keep going. I'm just sorry. It's, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know the word exalt, because it took, I didn't know it at first when I first was reading this back in like, some salt, exalt, (laughs) some salt. We're the salt of the earth. Thank you for bringing that up. No, (laughs) deep perfect. Booyah. Uh, Exalt is to hold something or someone in very high regards or think that very highly of, or have a position of greater power or in that sense, more noble, noble, dignified. That's kind of what exalt is. But in this instance, it's more talking about being held in high regard. Like your value is there. Like you have a lot of value in what you do and you're significant because of it. That's what that is. Thank you, Jason, for explaining exalted. We probably should have talked about. Yeah. And haughty. Yeah. We probably should have talked about what exalted means before because I think that can get lost in translation pretty quick. It sometimes, yeah. People yeah. think exalted you're on a pedestal being worshipped by people. It is like, true. Hallelujah. <laughs> I think it's important too that we do go over some of the words too that aren't as common mm-hmm. because some of our listeners might be some of my youth kids who are, you know, junior highers, high schoolers who are learning their their biblical mm-hmm. vocabulary. Yeah. And that's good you to know, know. There's the what do they call it? Uh, Christianese, Christianese language. You know, <sighs> or if you feel led by the Spirit, things that don't make any sense to anybody else. You like know, if you're not a Christ. Christian, it's like led by the Spirit. What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, um, no, you got a point because especially with Christianese, I try to not use Christianese terms like. Um, like, uh, like I remember one pastor, there was a lot of people there that weren't, were actually new to the church and he was saying that we're bathed in the blood and people are like, what are you talking about? Bathed in what? (laughs) Blood? Blood. What is, is this a cult? Did I walk into the wrong building? Yeah. (laughs) Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That. No. Uh, that could be a whole like little like uh, you call it like a little short episode going over the uh, Christianese words and phrases. Then we, I feel like we one of the episodes we did we talked a little bit about Christianese because a little bit, but we could do a whole short. We even put it on YouTube. It was, yeah, it was uh, episode eight where we talked about theories, ideas, and Christianese, oh my. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that one, I remember that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was, that was, that episode, we just kind of like got on there and just started talking and kind of rambling a little bit, but like. I don't think we had an idea of what we were going to talk on. We're like, God, we're, we'll just tell us what to do. Yeah, we talked about some weird stuff, but it was just mostly like, like we said, the disclaimer, don't take any of this as like your foundation. This is stuff that we've heard. 
ideas, thoughts, Christianese. Like that, we just talked about stuff, and it was good because we got the you and me got to equally go back and forth about stuff. That was that part was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it always is. Yeah, obviously, oh. today's episode though. Obviously, I don't want to go, you know, freaking what's it called? I don't want to go through all hundred plus verses that talk about humility. It's so many verses, <laughs> and it's so easy to. Make that last like five hours. It really is, though. Oh, I yeah. mean, this is one of those topics that you could just talk and talk on mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. No, it's it's true. Um, thankfully, we're not today. This episode, we're only doing the. This is going to be an early release episode. Um, we'll start adding bonus content to these episodes later on this in this month, August, I should say. Uh, so be expecting that if you subscribe. But um, I think I'll only say one more verse. Yeah. I'll, okay, sounds good to me. One more verse. Micah 6, 8. Um, mankind... He has told each of you what is good and what is the Lord requires of you. What it what it is the Lord requires you. To do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Which is cool. Now, if, if you don't know, um, a lot of translations have a question mark in this verse, whether it's before... Um, the and what does the Lord require of you? Question mark, and then saying to act justly, or it will have the question mark at the very end of the verse where it says, "And to walk humbly with your God." Like, doesn't isn't this what the Lord requires you? So it is being put forward to the people as like, is this not what you're being told to do by the Lord? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly, which those three things are. Interesting combination. <laughs> they are. They they truly are. It's <laughs> uh, to yeah. It, it's interesting combination, but it's really cool to see that we're. It's even this is before Jesus and is talking about you know do justice or act justly to love kindness or to love mercy and to walk humbly. It's it's so cool to see that's consistent because it's like humbly with your God because it's not about what you think hum, humbly is or what you think how to be humble is it's or what you think living in humility is. What does the Bible say? And like I said, there's a lot of verses on it. It's touched many times in the Bible. It's talked about many times. And I I I want to challenge not just myself, but you, Dylan, as well as everybody who listens to the podcast um to to actually do someone else's or put someone else above you in in your pedestal life like as their stuff is more important and um actually the pastor to my church he talked about humility a, a couple um like i think a month or two ago and what he said is take the l <laughs> he's like take the l <laughs> do something 
that puts someone above your needs and your wants and do something for them. Not out of like, I have to, but out of, I want to show that I am listening to God and doing what he asked. He's like, when you're on the freeway and someone's trying to get into your lane, back up, let them in. <laughs> He's like, do those things that nobody mm, else. I don't know about that one. <laughs> do those things that. that everybody doesn't want to do. He's like, take the L, back it up, let that person in. <laughs> you know, you're going See, to I the don't gas know about pump. Because, you, know, you know, it's really easy because, you know, my Honda, my Civic is, is a sports motor. It's got that turbo. It's really easy just, you know, keep room, rooming. Be humble, Dylan. Live that humility life. Turbo, Jason. Yeah, that means once they get in front of you, you can go around and pass them. <laughs> it would make it more fun, and it would be helping them out. <laughs> so it's like that. He. This is what my pastor said, and, and it's true. And it's like we we need to live in humility. This means thinking differently than what we do. Stop thinking of us and my wants, my needs, what I want to do. More important. People are trying to come into your lane, let them. If you're going to the gas pumps and someone else is pulling up at the same time, let them take it. Because like, uh, if I'm uh, at the gas station, I'm probably on like fumes. Let them my take way, it. My car will will have to roll. And if it rolls, <laughs> people will. God will help you and give you people to help you at that instance because you did the Dang. right thing. <laughs> See, this is, guys, every time I try to make a, comment, a counter uh, argument for this, he's like, well, they do this. What do you think is going to happen? Like, I'm going to say, is well, there's my a whole life with this guy right here. You, you think the Bible's like, be humble unless it inconveniences you? <laughs> Doesn't say that. No. <laughs> oh, I need to go talk to the kids. I am so sorry. I'm just joking. There's no, there's no exception. You live a humble life. If you really follow Christ, you really love God and you listen to God. Then Sit you down, live in humility. <laughs> you don't live in humility. Do you really want to follow God? Yeah, but I also want to make sure that my gas isn't... No, I'm just joking. Mm -mm. I'm joking. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> As I say that, my chair just broke. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I get it. Lord. Uh -huh. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard if you were you were saying that your chair broke and you fell out of the chair and all we hear is you going ah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I just do that, but I dropped my phone as well. <laughs> okay, I get it. It was just a joke, but I'm. <laughs> I do apologize. I like to re retract my statement. My re my statements retract. Retract it. Live in humility. Love the Lord your God. Follow what he says. And understand that you live in a life that other people are more important than your own. And he will exalt you when the time comes according to his will. Amen. That is Amen. the overall. Yeah, that's the overall message to this episode today. <laughs> that's right. That's good. So, um, yeah, I'm going to end it here. Unless you have any other comments. Not really, no. Like I'm sitting here just listening to what you said. It just it sounds good. Yeah, I I, I get pulpits a lot when I'm in charge of the episode. So <laughs> I just do that on the regular. So um, 
I don't get to. I know. <laughs> that's why we do this. Right. We do this. You have the want. I have a want to I want I have a want to study the Bible and talk about the Bible every day. Reels though. All right. It's so well, much fun. Yeah. All right. Well, let's end this episode. Yeah. That way we can we can uh episode 1 season 2. Oh, um for everyone listening, just to let you know, we're ending this episode today. Yes. The website if you were if you saw it down one of those days, don't worry about it. I am upgrading the website. It's going to look at, have a whole new look. Um we were blessed by a company that wanted to sponsor us, but not by sponsoring us with money, but sponsoring us with web server and hosting and themes. So um awesome. It's legitness. Yeah. Are yeah. A complete blessing. Like yeah. So that's all going to be upgraded. You'll see. Like the website will change from what it is now to the new thing and you'll see what I'm talking about. And um it's going to it's a really it just shocked me because it's a really expensive everything. The the theme is expensive, the server hosting is expensive, but they're taking care of it so I appreciate what they do for us. So anyways, yeah. Anyways. Just you mean cuz before this is this been Jason doing all that stuff? Yeah. And uh, he is amazing. Aww. And once again, another thing of humbling himself. You know, like, hey, you know, God is giving you somebody who can do it a little bit better than we can, at least me. And uh, I mean, I wish I could be more help, but like I said, I just, I've been trying to get married, mm-hmm. which I don't know if anybody's done that before, but it is quite, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's amazing. It's fun. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'll pray us out and then we'll end this episode and see you on the next. So, it sounds good. Lord, thank you that we actually had this opportunity to just sit down, read your word, um, and just, uh, commune with each other and the Bible and you. Um, I thank you for your Holy Spirit that you've gifted us, um, just by accepting you and believing in you and trusting in you. I pray for not just me, myself, Dylan, and um, anybody listening, but I do pray that we're able to walk in that humility, to walk that lifestyle, to truly understand what it is to be humble before you and follow the the just what you're calling us to do. And I thank you for the opportunity to be able to read your Bible freely, speak about your word freely, and just be able to enjoy who you are and um, experience your presence and your peace on a daily basis. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right, everybody. Oh. That's season one. Episode one. That's a wrap. Season two, episode one. Be ready for a whole month and a whole season of awesomeness. And if you want to be a part of the project, we actually have some uh, positions open. Just gospeltruthproject.com. Just scroll down to be a part of it. And I'll definitely help. uh, It will definitely help out the podcast. If you don't have any funds to give, giving time is just as valuable and just as amazing. So thank you for everybody who does step up. Thank you for everybody listening. And we'll see you on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.